to Talking Tunes. Talking Tunes. I'm Oscar Osbo with John Russell, and we're talking a little bit about LPs and talking a little bit more about Firefall. But you were mentioning Firefall, and I was just looking at their their hits here. Uh, you are a woman. You are a woman. Cin- that was their big one, Cinderella. Yeah, that was that was a one that didn't probably get played as much because he he says damn in it. So, oh, yeah. that did it. Boy, damn. Yeah. How, that sounds so tame now, doesn't it? I know. But it was it was a great tune, and yeah. then. Uh, it's it's talk, it's actually a song. It was a story about um, a guy whose whose girlfriend gets pregnant, and he doesn't want to be the father, and you know he doesn't. Oh. He says I can't afford it, blah blah blah, and then you know ends up saying where he's so glad that he had this kid, and right? Blah blah blah. You know? Just remember, I loved you. Is that what we said was on this yeah. album? Yeah. Okay. Number and eleven. Then, then strange way. That's a strange. I remember that. Well, of course, one. that one made it to number one on the adult contemporary. It did. Yeah. yeah. For two weeks. Yeah. And then you got Strange Way. They got headed for a fall. I don't remember that one headed exactly. I'm sure I do if I heard it. Staying with it. And that's pretty much that's it. it. Yeah. But I mean, always didn't become a hit. And I thought, man, that was a great tune. Yeah. When it all goes crazy and the thrill is gone, the days get rainy and the nights get long. When you get that feeling you were born to lose, staring at your ceiling, thinking of your. When there's so much trouble that you want to cry The world has crumbled and you don't know why When your hopes are fading and they can't be found Dreams will let you waiting, friends will let you down Just remember I love you and it'll be
like I said, it's amazing because every once in a while you would have like these weekends where they would have like number twos or number threes that yeah. you would swear made it to number one. Right. Oh yeah. We or, did. We did a one. Did you do one? Rick ever do one like that? Yeah. 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 yeah Paul and I used to do those too. We did one where it's just what how it made number two and what was number one and you yeah. couldn't believe it. You know. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Or what would happen? Would you'd have oftentimes you'd have these great songs that the highest they could go is like five or four but then you look at what was number one and maybe it was like a Beatles song that yeah. was there for six weeks or something so yeah. it was almost like i forgot what song there's a there's a ton of them but i, I actually knew the the song that uh, there was the guy said man i just could not i got all the way to number two and we were number two for like six weeks yeah and normally just in the shift and shaft of music you a, a number one would fall after a couple of weeks and that would have moved up right so you got to think that this song that hovered at number two for six weeks would have been a number one had it not been for this and i forgot what the song was but this song that just stayed yeah. at number one forever. God, i hope it wasn't you light up my life <laughs> oh god man you like debbie boone holy yeah. smokes now here's one that i think you and i both kind of like okay Three Dog Night. Yeah. Yeah. Chuck Negron. Chuck Negron. One, one yeah. Interviews. Now, um, I had quite a few of their albums. Their first, their very first cassette I ever bought was Golden Biscuit. Okay. And, um, and you know, and, and Three Dog Night, when they first started out, they were pretty rock and roll. Right. And uh, they, they just kind of became a little more top 40. And I remember talking with, uh, on, as far as the grassroots interview uh, with Rob Rob Grill, Grill yeah. telling me about that uh, they would like fight for songs, and usually Three Dog Night got them <laughs> because they were higher on the on the food chain, I guess, right. at the time. Or, right. But uh, I mean, you just think if if you know, I forget what one it was. I think it was Black and White, or it was he some some of the a big hit that Three Dog Night had that yeah. they were going to do, but Three Dog Night decided no they're gonna do it so yeah i mean their hits i mean their category here you i'll try a little kindness one of course written by harry nilson uh easy to be hard from uh the musical hair yeah of course eli's coming um celebrate yeah. that, that'd be one song that i hear so much that i just kind of yeah. necessarily have to hear what do you ever hear hear him do lady samantha i'd have it no okay they do Is lady samantha when they do it really well i thought did they and that's actually a song written by bernie tappan Elton John. Oh, Elton John's guy. Yeah. Yeah. Mama told me not to come. Of course, written by Randy Newman. Now that was Randy Newman. I thought it was Hoyt Exton. Yeah, no, Randy. Okay, Newman Randy Newman. One. Out in the country. Remember that one? One man band. Joy to the world. That's another one I got over. Now wasn't one man band or something like that written by like Paul Williams or something like that or no? Doesn't mm, it say? Doesn't say. It, okay. Hoyt Exton was uh, Joy to the World. Oh, okay. That's All right, I mean. there you go. I know Hoyt was in there somewhere. Of course, Hoyt, you know, everybody always remembers him as the dad in uh, Gremlins. Yeah, also Bush. Remember that, the Bush beer commercials? Yeah, oh, yeah. He's yeah. Bush. Yeah. Yeah. He uh, had a great voice, though. He did. He, 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 also wrote the, he also wrote the No-No song for Ringo Starr. Did he? Yeah. From Columbia, she smiled because I did not understand. Then she held out some marijuana. Uh -huh. She said it was the best in all the land. And I said, No, 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 I don't smoke it no more. I'm tired of waking up on the floor. 
thank you please It only makes me sneeze Then it makes it hard to find a door A woman that I know just came from Mallorca, Spain She smiled because I did not understand Then she held out a ten pound bag of cocaine She said it was the finest in the land And I said no, 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 I don't A man I know just came from Nashville, Tennessee. Oh, he smiled because I did not understand. He held out some moonshine whiskey a hole He said it was the best in all the land And I said, no, 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 I don't drink it no more I'm tired of waking up on the floor No, thank you, please, it only makes me sneeze And then it makes it hard to find a door Well, I said, no, 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 I can't take it no more His mom wrote, I want to say, Heartbreak Hotel. Oh, really? For Elvis, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Willie. I remember watching him on the uh, Johnny Carson show. He would just come on to sing a song or whatever, Whether Be Joy to the World. Or no, I think he sang the No No song on there. Yeah. And, uh, which was kind of surprising on the Johnny Carson show, <laughs> yeah, right. but he would just come out there with his guitar, put his foot up on a, on a, yeah. a chair and just sing the song, you know, but, yeah. uh, he, what actually, I'm, yeah. yeah, I didn't mean to get off on that. But, no, you know, no. I was impressed by him. Liar was another, uh, three dog nights, old fashioned, just an old fashioned love is number one. I think old fashioned love song was written by Paul Williams too, but I think you're right. It doesn't say, but it sounds like never been to Spain. Of course. Yeah. Family of man. I like that song. Oh yeah. That yeah. was, that was a- Black and white, of course, number one. Pieces of April, those slow and shamble off. Love that. Yeah. Let me serenade you. Let me serenade you. You don't remember that one? I will serenade you all along the way. I will serenade you anywhere you say. the country take you to the shore show you to my garden I know you make it grow if you let me serenade know that's what you come for so that I will serenade I'm your sunrise high Your fire in the evening When it blows outside If you let me serenade you 
show must go on. I remember that one. Yeah. That was an interesting see, song. That was like a circus. Yeah, and that's that's this album here. Oh, is it? Yeah, oh, it's the got a band aid on it. Is it yeah, yeah, yeah. Or something? Yeah, it's a band aid on it. I saw. I'll show it to you. Okay. But the show must go on. Now I thought that song was so cool. Yeah, I did. Too. I was in high school, and I had it on cassette, and I went into the the um, I don't know what you call them anymore. The gym, the gym locker room, I guess, is what it was. Okay. And uh, everybody said, yeah, play some jams, Oscar. So I, <laughs> I put on, yeah. what the hell is this? Yeah, because then it starts out with the whole circus Yeah. Everybody's looking at me like, what's wrong with you, man? But it turns into a heck of a song. Oh, yeah, it's a great But if you listen to the album, it it does that in between songs. You hear a little bit of that in between oh, the songs. Really? That, da, 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 yeah, yeah. So all the way through, it's kind of a, a ongoing thing. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah.
so it's it's actually a pretty good a pretty good album it's got uh uh sure as i'm sitting here which i thought was a good I tune like that, yeah. uh um put out the light which is a good one sitting in limbo which is a, a song written by J- jimmy cliff okay um i i'd be so happy with another good song play me something sweet brickyard blues um now on my way back home and then of course it's Got a big band-aid on the cover. Yeah. They're they're operating on some kind of a character. Yeah, looks like, a, like, looks a, like a, some from Alice Cooper, doesn't like it? Like a dummy, yeah. Yeah. But the uh, kind of the guys in the group are right Yeah, they're there. Yeah. yeah. And if you open it up, you see that all the guys are there. Okay. Oh yeah. Oh, there you go. And they're oh, awesome. They're all, yeah, and they're all around a, a record album laying down, like hold, holding the record album on the one side. <laughs> yeah. I can say that the the cover was pretty original, yeah. and uh, that's like I say, that's what I like about LPs. I mean, you, you can't you can't get anything cooler than LPs. Yeah.
if whether you listen to the, the record or not, I'll keep covering it. It's worth the money. Right it there. was, yeah. It's a top artist in Scotland. Oh yeah. Now, this one definitely has all the guys. Yes. And uh, our night could have been six. Though. Yeah, could have been. Yeah. And then of course it's got inside. It's got this little thing here that also tells you all the songs. The words, yeah. Yeah, the words and the songs, which a lot of them do too, tell you the words. Um, this is, uh, let's see, boy, Riding Thumb is on this one. Yeah. Uh, Shambhala is on this one. Yeah, I love that song. Uh, Let Me Serenade You. And uh, that's pretty much it for the hits. But there's, there's some singer, man, there's some good tunes on here. I know that was the best thing about the album was you get it home, especially when they started printing the lyrics and yeah. then you had who wrote it. I mean, I was a geek that way. Anyhow, I always like to find out who wrote it right. or what the words are. And, and you'd always, there'd be always be a song that you'd, you couldn't quite make out what the word was supposed to be. And you'd say, Oh man, that's what that says. You, you know, know, let you, me serenade you was written by Jay Finley back in 1968. Really? Yeah. And then it was revised in 73. Huh? Um, Shambhala was written by uh, D. Moore. Not sure who that would be. No. That was done in 73. But yeah, look at that one too. There's actually something in there too. Okay. It always puts some little hidden things in these in these records. Huh. You see it? I don't know. Let's see. I'm gonna have to... It looks like a folder. Oh, yeah. This thing here. Yeah. Oh, it, it is. Yeah, it, it looks does. like a folder. Hard labor, three dog night. Oh, wow. Check it out. And if you open it up, it's got all the information on the inside. It's pretty ah, cool. Recorded at the record plant. That's an iconic place. Yeah. Sausalito. ABC Dunhill. There's a, there's a record. I think uh, well, it's the same one that Grassroots were. Grassroots was also, I want to say, Steppenwolf. It's probably, yeah. Yeah. Wash away my troubles. Oh, 
Little things like that on that yeah. album cover that, that was kind of cool. That is, cool. Boy, that, that is uh, kept this up pretty well. Those records are in good shape. That's impressive because I did not take good care of my records. Yeah. Records were, well, first of all, you're taking them to a party. You know, so well, you're, you're, you're not thinking about. I'm a big Aerosmith guy too. You know, when I was in, when I was a teenager in high school. Yeah. And Get Your Wings was one of my favorites, and I used to play that one all the time at any party. There was beer spilled on that. There was all kinds of stuff dumped on it. But I still play you know, it. There you just keep going.
Okay. This is magical one. Magical Mystery Tour. The okay. Magical Mystery Tour. Um, the Beatles, of course. And it comes with a 24-page full-color yep. book. I had that. Yeah. I wish but I had it the, now. This is the reprint. This is the 180-grid uh, grid, um, vinyl record. So you can feel just the weight itself. Yeah. The book is in here. That's not a, that's a reprint. That's the reprint, but it's got, it's got the book. God, I wish I had the original. I wish I, can you imagine what that would have been in good shape? I mean, I would have not kept it in good shape, but but. it's, it's the, it's the exact, you know, copy. Yeah. But, um, if you look at it though, it's, feel how heavy that is. Wow. That's got some heft to it. Yeah. Holy smokes. And that's not the, the book in it. That's the actual album. It's a, it's a really heavy duty album. Listen, I mean, nobody makes albums like, I mean, Hello Goodbye, Strawberry Fields, Penny Lane, Baby, You're a Rich Man, All You Need Is Love. I mean, iconic. To, I mean, every song, you know what I mean? Yeah, I yeah. Mean, you, yeah. Take, you, you look at the Beatles stuff. I mean, you talk about getting a bang for your buck with a with an album. It was yeah. always, I mean, the Beatles always well, had. The Beatles were also the, the was one of the first or one of the only that had two hit sides, two right. of their 45s. Sure. Because they just became hits. Yeah. <laughs> Whether they were... Released not as hits at the time, but they became hits. So right. he, I am the walrus, of course. Oh yeah, that's when it was. Did my, you ever see the movie? Oh yeah, yeah. I tried. I tried to. You know, <laughs> it's kind of like the Frank Zappa movie. I, they talk about in that book. I tried to watch it. It's like mm, no, can't do it. I'm a huge Beatles fan. There's two Beatles movies that I would say that you got. If you weren't a Beatles fan, you probably wouldn't stick around for. Even yeah. though the music might stick around for.
But Let It Be was a tough movie to watch, too. Oh, yeah. Watch that. yeah, I watched that. Yeah. that. That was tough. I mean, only because I remember, I think it was George Harrison said, we started out making a documentary of what it was like to make an album, but it turned into a documentary of how to break up a group. <laughs> yeah. Because they were fighting all, all that time. All the time, yeah. It was, it was a lot of That's tension. That's when Yoko was in the studio all the time. Yeah. And, yeah. yeah, and I say that. I, they keep saying that they're going to re-release it, and re-release the movie and all that. I keep waiting for it. I mean, I'll probably get it just because I have all of their movies. Yeah. Uh, uh, you know, all of them. There's four. <laughs> yeah. Because yeah, you got Hell. Holidays Night, Help, yeah. you got Magical Mystery Tour, and Let It Be. Right? right. There's nothing more. I don't think so. When I find myself in times of trouble, Mother Mary comes to me, speaking words of wisdom, let it be. And in my hour of darkness, she is standing right in front of me, speaking words of wisdom, let it be, 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 whisper words of wisdom, let it be. And when the broken-hearted people living in the world agree there will be an answer let it be but though they may be parted there is still a chance that they will see there will be an answer let it be
Well, you, I mean, if you, unless you want to count the movies that George Harrison and Ringo Starr produced or directed or whatever. Oh, they like were. the Monty Python stuff? Yeah. 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 Well, the, what was the one that, that Ringo did? I, I think George was part of that, too. The, the Ringo actually did several movies. Yeah. They weren't that great. No, they were terrible. He did With, uh, Magic course, Christian, wasn't it? Mr. Christian, Magic Christian, something like and that. And then what was that one, that Caveman or something like that? Caveman. He did one with Peter That's, Sellers. Isn't, isn't um, Caveman the one that he met Barbara Bach, his wife? Yes. Yeah. 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 And there was no dialogue in it. Remember, it was all grunting. Yeah, it was all grunting. He yeah. did well with that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Barbara Bach was pretty hot, too, at that time. I know. Too. Yeah. I'm reading a book on Ringo right now, and it's uh, it's a very good book. Really? Yeah. Um, really, uh, yeah. He's uh, very kind of, I'm not going to say revealing. I, I guess because you kind of knew. I mean, there's just, it's, it's hard to not know if you follow them at all, the stories. Yeah. But it's kind of neat to see them. And then it kind of reinforces it for you that it really did happen because you start seeing the same story. You know what I yeah, mean? It's yeah, yeah. It's like, oh, okay. Well, yeah. that's true. There's so many documentaries out there right now about the Beatles. And you watch one, you pretty much watched them all. Right. But the one that I really did enjoy was the one that was done about George Martin. I like that too. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I own that. I got the DVD of that. Yeah. That one I liked. George, what's it called? Isn't it called? Uh, hmm. There's a clever name to it, isn't there? It's like. Uh, and for those who don't know, George Martin was the one that pretty much he was edited the fifth, and everybody was and yeah everybody did, would always talk about being the fifth beetle but there's no doubt he was that, one that, of them i mean yeah. he, he was it I well mean, yeah because he played m- many of the instruments in it he arranged yeah. he arranged most of the string and, that, and in the early days especially they would say hey george uh we'd like to do this they'd have an idea and hey can we do that well i think we can we can do that well, yeah. you know, and, and so he made all that stuff happen yeah and know? then of course the the one story in there that he tells that was kind of heart breaking was that he worked on the let it be album with them and they said john and who was it john and george yeah. went to him and said we don't want all that all that fancy ex- all extra fancy, crap yeah 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 we don't want your crap on there yeah yeah he didn't say crap but yeah yeah, yeah you almost you almost said what he said right. but anyway well yeah and you're going to tell the story you're going to tell more no go ahead no i mean well the, the, and then the other story was they wanted or john really got he had kind of a man crush for a while on Phil Spector. Yeah, and he and he also had Phil Spector produce some of his first albums. Yes, that he did solo, and, and he wanted Phil Spector to do Let It Be, and this was after George had started Let It Be, the Let It Be project. So yeah. he, so John, pretty much said to him, "Listen, look, we're we're going to get Phil Spector, um, you know, because we don't want again, we don't want your crap on it, you know, and yeah. all that stuff." And George dug his heels in because he said, "Oh no," he says, "I want, I'm going to have producing credit on it." And John says, well, no, we're going to have, we're going to have, have you heard this story? Yeah. No. It's, he said, John says, no, we're going to have Phil Spector take it over. And he says, no, I'm not going to give that. I said, I'm going to, I'm, oh, yeah, I'm the producer on it. Yeah. And he said, so George Martin said, and this is cool to George. I mean, you got to appreciate his sense of humor. Again, he's kind of a straight laced guy that, yeah, you yeah. know, really kind of straight. And he says, I'll tell you what, John, let's make a deal. He says, you can say produced by George Martin overproduced by phil specter because he put <laughs> that whole wall of sound in the yeah, chorus yeah. to which years later paul mccartney they would recut let yeah. it be or they would remix it and recut it they and and paul took all that extra crap out crap out yeah. and, and had it the way he originally wanted <laughs> especially it let be. it be that's a very simple yeah song needs to be just kind of kind of simple. right yeah yeah let me take you Strawberry fields Nothing 
Talking tunes. Talking tunes, Oscar Osbo, John Russell, and we're talking a little bit about, uh, well, some of my favorite LPs. Uh, maybe next time John can bring a few of his, but I think he said he doesn't have any more LPs. But anyway, poor John, poor, poor John. But uh, yeah, but yeah, the whole the whole Beatles story. We could probably talk about that for the next yeah, two hours. But right. <laughs> but yeah, anyway, with that, just take their record out though, and feel the weight of the the record itself. And you'll see what I see what I mean by it. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, the old Capitol. And it's the old Capitol label, yeah. Yeah, she yeah. was. So it's like it's just like the original. Yep. It's just it's 180 oh. grid grit. Yeah. Is it grit or grit? I don't know. I'm sure. Not sure. But it's uh um, it's very heavy. It plays sounds great. You know, of course I I played it once and put it on uh the computer. So <laughs> how big a Beatle fan are you? I mean, are you? Oh are, yeah, are, I'm a, I was a huge Beatle fan. Yeah. 
Because in that of- album there, I, I heard that that album probably a gazillion times because I had a roommate in college or tech school that played it every time. First album he threw on. Really? When he got back from school, yeah. This album. That yeah, album. But, you know, not that album, no, but no, uh, yeah, the, one the, of the album, yeah. the uh, Magical Mystery Tour, right? Album, yeah. Right. One of the underappreciated songs, and the Beatles certainly had a lot. It's hard to say that the Beatles were uh, underappreciated, but I always thought that um, Your Mother Should Know oh, yeah. was a song that you didn't really hear a lot, but yeah. I, I thought, man, it was put together really well. Yeah. First song that they had the, the backward stuff on was Rain. Rain, yeah. 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 And then you, John and then you, got loaded and put the put it on a reel to reel backwards yeah. or something. Yeah. And it was just basically them saying the same yeah. thing over, just yeah. In, yeah. Back, in, in reverse. Yeah, remember right <laughs> he said rain and it comes out on the on the album Nair. Remember yeah, that? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean that was fantastic. Well, it's just like you know, um Ranger Bob where we did the whole thing with uh revolution number nine yeah and just him saying number nine number, number nine. nine that was george martin was that was george yeah oh i thought that was john no 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 that was george and that was actually from a number nine like he was you know num- just saying take nine or whatever it was yeah. and they just kept playing it and really number nine number nine yeah but when you play it backwards let me on 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 let
Neanderman, 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 Neanderman. Oh, is that the one that's supposed to have a clue as to Paul being killed? Yeah, yeah. Is that the one that says uh, something about uh, some dead man? Uh, yeah, yeah. Or was it? Uh, what there it said? Do it again, dead man, or something yeah, like that. Yeah. That so it really does say that. Yeah, <laughs> I did not know that. I've heard that. Yeah, but you, yeah, you can play it backwards, right? Right. So it really does say that. Oh huh? yeah. Oh, that's more than which is watching. odd. You yeah. just really odd. Yeah. And and the the uh, we did. I did finally hear the part that uh, Bill Spaniola told me to play in Blackbird and um, on the white. Is that album. a backwards thing too? Yeah, it was a backwards thing what too. Where it says Blackbird? something about Paul is dead. Oh no! Oh no! Or something like that. I can't remember. That says now. that in Blackbird too. Yeah. Well, really? suppose, if you listen really hard, yeah. but it's like you know. <laughs> yeah. Because especially when you say number nine, okay, yeah. how did you figure out number nine was going to say you know he's dead or yeah. Blank? Yeah, isn't that wild? Yeah, it's a, well, and I always said, Rick and I used to talk about this. He said, you know, even if you believed that Paul McCartney died, yeah. you got to think that whoever this cat was that took over from I Paul know. McCartney was probably as as talented, if not more, more because yeah. he would go on to yeah, start he, his own band. How and, many number ones did Paul McCartney have? <laughs> yeah, you know, yeah, exactly. I think it was like thirty. Yeah, yeah. It wasn't like all of a sudden all that stopped. I mean, yeah. if anything, else, and he's still t- doing albums. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. He still he just put a new, so, another album out. So the best thing that ever happened to them apparently was that it's Paul McCartney was died. Killed. Yeah. <laughs> Well, that was the other thing too yeah. about the Ringo Starr sings that one song about uh, uh, car crash and get your head cut off, and they they associated that with uh, with uh, Paul McCartney. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, man, it, I had not heard that one. Yeah, you do. You did. I just can't think of the name of the song. Oh. It, if you heard it again, it's on the White Album. White and, Album was kind of the one that they play yeah. that backwards too. No, 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 no. He says he says something oh, about one of, one of it, well, the only songs he said not, not your head cut off. He said your and you lost your head is what he says. Oh, that was uh, that country song that he did. Yeah, um, well, I all kind of sounded country. They did Ringo, Ringo like Ringo country. Yeah. yeah. Um. Oh, don't pass me by. Don't pass me by. Yeah. yeah. Don't pass me by. Yeah, don't you were in the car crash yeah. and you lost, lost your, your head. head. Yeah. 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 Okay. God, man, I guess I do know that. Yeah. I listen for your footsteps coming up the drive. Listen for your footsteps, but they don't arrive. Waiting for you now, dear, on my old front door. I don't hear it. Does it mean you don't love me anymore? I hear the clock ticking. On the mantel shelf See the hands are moving But I'm by myself I wonder where you are tonight Why I'm by myself I don't see you Does it mean you don't love me anymore? Don't pass me by Don't make me cry Don't make me blue Cause you know
sorry that I doubted you. I was so unfair. You were in a car crash and you lost your hair. You said that you would be late about an hour or two. Well, that's all right. I'm waiting here, just waiting to hear from you. all kinds of goofy things you can read into that and you can see where right. uh charles manson with with lsd drugs uh, got a lot of people to yeah. believe his crap too yeah. so yeah well, listen to this backwards man yeah. <laughs> helter skelter oh my anyhow i started watching a little bit of that about uh, the 2020 documentary through the years with uh tr- interview with charles manson oh it's like nah just nah yeah. i just can't do it but now the people are finally coming out and saying you know it's just basically they were all on lsd you know yeah exactly i mean i saw the documentary of his grandkid manson's grandkid got his body and when he died really and wanted to he didn't really know him Uh but he he felt that he deserved a decent burial so he footed the bill for the uh for the uh the funeral and all this stuff and all these zanies just showed up to this you know really I mean, to this oh, yeah, day, it's gotta be to this day there's that, still a, a oh, lot yeah. of a lot of folks out there that are way out there. Yeah, I heard Donald Trump was there. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, there were some really wild people that showed up to this, and uh, you know they said, "Oh, you know this is this guy was our hero," and I'm thinking, man, you know, yeah, that's pretty. It misguided, is pretty weird. Pretty misguided. You yeah, know? yeah, pretty weird. Yeah, yeah. You took that rather well when I said that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well. <laughs> I could go someplace. I know you could. I know you could. I don't usually do things like that. But anyway, all right. uh, The police. Oh, Ghost in the Machine. Ghost in the Machine. Now that was one of my favorite albums by them that they put out. Spirits of the Material World. I don't think was a hit, but it was a great tune. Every little thing she does was a hit. His magic. Uh, Invisible Sun. uh, Hungry for You. Demolition Man. uh, Too much information.
Yeah, that was that was pretty close to the end for them, wasn't it? Yeah. I mean, I think Synchronicity might have been the next album. That was <coughs> Synchronicity album. was a great album too. I like that too. Yeah. It's but the second good. side, side one was really good, and side two was just a little yeah. too much for me. Yeah, I noticed that. So, I think I have it, but I didn't really, didn't really pick Speaking it up. of George Martin, he produced these guys a, a few Police. albums too. Yeah, yeah. yeah. just like he produced America. Yeah, and, yeah. We found that out. Yeah. And, but you know, which basically says the guy can produce and make anybody. Yeah. You know, sound good right. because you know, the, like he's like your interview. He said there were what a three-piece band. They played guitars and yeah, yeah. didn't even have a drum. You know, right, right. <clears throat> I never thought about that, but there was no drum or anything in that band. You know, no, no, they would. So, yeah. so right. yeah, he put strings on it. Ooh, this is that's got to be Madonna, isn't it? That's Madonna. Yeah, that's her first album. And well, it's got to be like a virgin, right? Is, yep. is that the name of the album? Uh, no, it's just Madonna. Oh, is it? Yeah. God, she's just a young pup. There, she's probably not even twenty. Yeah, she's choking, her, choking herself on the back. I saw that. Yeah, <laughs> boy, when she but married, yeah, Lucky Star, Lucky Star was one of my huge songs. That yeah. I used to play at the club all the time because it always worked. Borderline, Border, wow, that uh, was a heck, that's a heck of a that was a heck of a debut album. Wasn't burn, it? Yeah, Burning Up, which was a good song. I know it. Which yeah, but Holiday that was another huge one for her. Uh, and uh, everybody. So oh, like a virgin wasn't on. No, that wasn't on this oh, one. Oh,
was never I was never a huge Madonna fan. I, I liked the stuff in the clubs because it worked. I think she was born in Bay City. I know she was Michigan, but I think it was Bay City. That album was actually given to me. Was it? Somebody didn't want it. <laughs> it's, Is this an so original? I, yeah. Wow. It's See, an original. that's got to be. Yeah, that's why I kept it. Yeah, yeah, it's original. And it's actually in pretty good shape. Huh. Gosh, she is just really young one. I remember when she married Sean Penn. I thought that that was going to be a murder suicide. Because <laughs> remember, yeah. Sean Penn was beating up He's crazy, man. and everything. Yeah, he was nuts. And, and she was pretty volatile, and he was. Yeah. I said, I remember telling well, Yeah, Marlene, she had that Italian temper. Yeah, yeah. I said, uh, I told Arlene, I said, you know, this is going to be a murder suicide. <laughs> I just, I mean, I just thought. Yeah. But to their credit, I guess it. They, they got divorced, but they uh, they got divorced for there was a murder suicide. Yeah, know? yeah. 